great stuff. Yeah, this is this is good. Great stuff. <sighs> oh yeah. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lunch Day Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. so to speak here at industrious offices so so paragon seven studios is is in downtown nashville we got a lot of real cool guys and, and i'm one of the brand ambassadors for industrious and you've heard marcus whitney on the show before he he moved his company jumpstart nova right across the hallway but i talked to 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 nick sharp who's here i've been trying to get him on the show he has this great company called audidio they do fantastic streaming service. They're they're really into the the underground artists now. Nick's team, they promote country. They promote uh, Latin. They promote all sorts of different music, uh, pop, rock. Me being an underground hip hop guy, you know, I let in with MF Doom. So I'm a I'm an MF Doom. And and when people come in here, they see the MF Doom. They know is if you look at my wall of fame to your to your right, there's an MF Doom. Yep. Uh, yep. So I'm playing a little bit of Mad Villainy, which, which in my opinion is is the second best album that hip hop has ever produced in the in the history of of the genre. But but Nick knows his stuff. You know, I'd also like to say He's that a, I I think that definitely probably the dopest hip hop album of all time. Actually, you really think you think it's the best? I it's, think it's, it's awesome. Mad, Mad Villainy is really an amazing <clears throat> piece of work. I've put so many people onto Mad Villainy. You know, the funny thing, Nick is that individuals we're so programmed to listen to top 40 whatever's yeah. on the radio yeah, so you yeah, got yeah. the drake and drake always has great music kanye west always has great music uh, now it's megan the stallion great music good stuff but a lot of us people like me and you that grew up in the golden era we were very yeah. fortunate to grow up in to be born in the late 70s yeah to, to <clears> actually <throat> witness rap in the in the golden <laughs> era we'll, we'll bleep that out we'll bleep it out I grew up in a great school. In the, in yeah, the I did too. I did too. Um, and so we were around. Just don't tell my 22 year old girlfriend. We were, we were around when Tribe was coming up. We were around when Wu Tang was coming up. We were around when we saw Biggie and Nas come out. We, we, saw, Snoop we, saw, the, get we saw Snoop arrested for, for we, murder. We saw the EPMD era, the Big Daddy Kane era. We saw Jay Z come up. We've seen, we've seen all of that. And we've seen what hip hop is now. And we saw Michael Jackson do, do the moonwalk. We, we saw on Michael TV Jackson do the, uh, at the Motown uh, anniversary. I'll never, I'll never forget that. Watching the Motown anniversary as a little kid. Yep. And you had known that Michael was doing some stuff. Now, I grew up on Jackson 5. Michael, there's this story. I tell people all the time, there's this story when you when you look at some of the documentaries about Michael Jackson. After they did their last Jackson 5 album, he basically brought his brothers in the room. You know, brought Tito and, and all of those guys. Uh, hey, Jermaine. Tito. I'm bouncing. And Well, yeah. I mean, he basically, he basically brought them into a room. And he was just like, "Look, guys, you should start saving your money because I'm going solo." Wow! And then he and then he hooked up with Quincy and, and did "Off the Wall," which was an amazing album. Amazing. And then, of course, "Thriller," which was the best album probably that's ever been produced <sighs> on the earth. 
in the history of Earth, you know, since Beethoven or some Bach yeah, I did. and stuff like that. And it's funny, I talk all the time, Bad only sold 33 million copies as opposed to the 70 million copies that Thriller <laughs> sold. And Bad was actually considered a flop by, by Sony. Like, they were mad at Crazy. him. They're like, yo, you, you, you're screwing the dog with us. You're not, you're not, you only sold 33 million, man. That's, we, we brought to you. We thought that Bad was going to sell 100 million. Oh. So, me and you grew up in that era. Yeah. And yep. Nick Sharp, CEO of Audidio, he embodies that era that we grew up in uh, with music. And he's taking that to to his streaming platforms. So I wanted to give I wanted to give my guy a chance to to come in and talk to to this audience and uh, really break down your your career, your your company, some of the things that you're doing. So thank you so much, Nick, for coming in and, and chopping it up with yours truly for for a few minutes, man. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, I admire. Before we start, I admire what you do. I admire your work ethic. I admire your team. There's a lot of energy coming out. Of, of that corner office. A lot of you've seen people. all the booze that comes Walking out of A lot of booze. There's the Bombay Sapphire, the whiskey, <laughs> the, 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 uh, the Patron. I mean, y'all pretty much, I have the full, the full line of tequilas and tequila related products. But, um, but, but you guys may have a sip or two, but there's a lot of work being done. So you know, I wanted to give you a chance to, to talk on the platform and talk to my audience. Thank you, homie. And, uh, man, I really, uh, Respect your work ethic and I your grind. It. You're, you know, as an entrepreneur, we have to work at you know, out there, man. Every hour of the we day, we ain't got no PTO, man. There's right? No, there's there's no, no PTO. There's no, there's no health leave. There's no sick leave. There's no, no safety net. Leave. There's no, there's no safety that, net. It's just the, the All you got is yourself yeah, you got and your team. And your you team, know, man. yeah. So okay, so Audidio, basically, what Audidio is is this. When we were kids growing up, we right. used to, we used to watch MTV, VH1, Round the BET, clock. CMT, yep. Much Music in Canada, I think, uh, right? Yep. And um, don't forget the Jukebox Network. Jukebox Network. You're from Tampa, yeah, where, yeah, where that's located, yeah. so you know about from? you know about the Jukebox. Was Network. that from Tampa? It was in Tampa, man. No headquarters. Actually, I remember my grandparents lived in Tampa. You, they had a signal that you could catch on some of the UHF stations in Tampa, so wow. you didn't have to have it on cable. And my grandparents lived in Spring Hill, Florida. Yeah, and I could catch the, the bro. That was like thirty minutes north of I'm where I nineteen, man. Bro. Del, yeah, nineteen. Del Mayberry, oh my gosh, man. I know, I know that, I know that, that you knew that, man. I know Tampa, well, bro. Man. I grew up off of nineteen, and I've been to every strip club in Tampa. Yes. <laughs> in my days before I was a refined Christian, yeah, um, I've I've experienced every form of debauchery. Yes, that you can get into in in Tampa, which we're not going to talk about. Tampa no. and Orlando, just for the record, if you if you want to disguise. Your family trip as as some debauchery, which is really good. You take your kids to Disney World, and you slip out and go to some of the strip clubs in Orlando and Tampa. And uh, if you're about that life, you'll not be disappointed. Yeah, but I'm not about that life. Nope, was, nope, that neither was, am I. That that was the past. But but yeah, I mean, uh, you see all the girls that come in and all, out of the office I've at all seen these it, hours. Man. It's uh, very very beautiful. It's, it's all Christian and stuff. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm out of the game. But if I was still in the game, I would be talking to you offline, trying to get in some other stuff because uh, <laughs> you guys are throwing the parties. You got the beautiful girls. I mean, I saw one girl, and uh, I was sitting here taping, and I was doing so a was live, I. I was doing a live show and. <laughs> I had, you know, in the FCC, you can really only have like a 10 second pause or they can find you. Uh, nothing's worse than dead space. And, you know, I had like a nine second pause. Like, <laughs> I was really staring at uh, this beautiful brunette, tall, elegant woman that just sauntered down down the office. Sauntered. And, and she was she was heading to into your building. I was like, man, I was like, um, I got to find a way to, to broker a joint venture with Audidio. <laughs> but, but I know. Just you know, for the visuals. 
that's the embodiment of what you do. We're from the golden era. We're from the golden era of music. We've seen so much. How have you been able to encapsulate that into your streaming service? Okay, so let me tell you, like, your people, what Audidio is. So, like I said earlier, we grew up on, like, all those networks, CMT, yep. BET, MTV, VH1. And so what I did was I put all of these, I, I created an app that's free to download. You can get it on Roku, Apple Dope. TV, Dope. Amazon Fire TV, Dope. iPhone, and Android. And, and what that app does is it's 19 live broadcast television, like streaming channels. Wow. So it's 19 channels. Each channel is its own genre of music. Dope. And each genre of music has a host like old school MTV VJs. Like Amanda Lewis and uh, yeah. Kurt Loder. Kurt Loder and, and uh, Tabitha Soren. You know, Dr. And, Dre. And, yeah. Uh, and, Jay uh, and uh, what was his name? Ed Lover, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, so we have those personalities on Audidio and we have them in eight different it's countries. It's funny to see those guys now because they're all like in their 60s now. And I it, know, you see Fab, Fab Five Freddy. I know. He's like 68 now. I know. And it's just like, yo, I remember you being on the truck with NWA back in the day. <laughs> and now you're old. And, and Ice Cube so never gets old. Ice Cube he's, never ages. He's aged, he's aged really well. He's aged he really looks well. like he's he doing, did like doing, 15 years ago good. still. Yeah, he's, done, he's done better than other guys in NWA. Dude. You look at Ren. And you look at uh, DJ Yell and some of those guys. They they look. They didn't have as much money. They look every bit of. They didn't have as much money, buddy. Right. (laughs) That's what happens. You got you got more money. You have a you have a little (laughs) bit more of a comfortable life. So you have these platforms. There's 19 different streaming platforms. You have yeah. They're like live broadcast television. It's like literally like changing cable channels. Mostly is it mostly video or is there actually it's all music videos. Okay. There's no live, re- there's no uh, reality TV shows. It's all, right. all music videos, all right. and it's 24 hours a day of a, like a live broadcast of music videos. And these people that, that introduced it, the the videos, they'll tell like cool little things about the artists or whatever. They're literally in eight different countries around the world. Oh, that's dope. So, so you're really bringing back the VJ. Yeah, we're bringing, we're bringing back, back the back VJ. And if you think about it, it's crazy because you know, so you, dope. MTV literally had such a good thing going. Oh, they were great, man. They and then they were- They, they started messing with that reality nonsense. Right, and they were Jersey making a lot Shore. of money, bro. Right. And they made a lot of money doing it, right? Um, but the thing is, is that in like, it was like 1993, that Road Rules, I think, um, I'm sorry, um, Real World came out. Real World. And like- Shout out to Puck. Shout out to Puck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True story. I think he didn't take a shower the whole season or something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. yeah just, and he got uh, kicked off. Right. Anyways, but the thing is, man, is that like, we, during that time, it was like a magical era of television. People loved to watch MTV because that's yeah, where they got it. their music videos that's my from. Whole life, man. We're rotating in seventh, eighth grade, ninth grade, high school. You get home, you get a bowl of cereal. Or pizza. And, uh, or and a two liter. Or something like that. I'm hungry. How is it from Tampa? And, and, <laughs> right? No. I'm, I'm, yeah, I know the area. And you sit, and I would rotate between BT Rap City and MTV Raps. And then um, you would have the R&B show that came on BT, and then you'd have... The MTV was featuring like the Beastie Boys, yeah, and, and then they were getting some of the metal. So I got into thrash metal from oh, MTV, dope. like Megadeth, yeah, and, you know, Avengers Sevenfold, yeah, all of those yeah, guys. Yeah. I love that stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, just that that just that hardcore. Angst. It's the same level of hardcore and horrorcore and um, just anger that was in NWA on one side. It was in Megadeth and some of these other groups on the on the thrash metal. In the in the rock side, and yeah. I and I gravitate towards that, and I'd spend three or four hours a day flipping between MTV and MBT. Yeah, same. Um, and that was my life for pretty much four or five years. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. and I we got to bring that back, man. Right, and that's like what we're doing with Audidio because what right. what's cool is that like right now, why I said like MTV kind of got destroyed in the '90s with with all the reality shows they started right. creating, and then what happened was like. 
forgot where I was well, going. Well, then we got, it. remember, so they had the reality stuff, but then you got into people can put their music on TikTok now. And right, put right, right. That's what I was going to say. YouTube and all that What happened stuff. So was. You don't have to go through MTV anymore. Right, like but M- MTV was like the leader. That's where you right. went. They were the curators of what was right. next in fresh and hip hop. Right. They oh, should have invented YouTube and they should have invented the streaming services. 100%. They, they blew it. They kind of. They kind of blockbuster videoed themselves. You know, they didn't get to the cutting edge stuff. But that's where you come in. They've left a the space that's open for someone like you um, to to come in. So what is your... I'm so sorry. Let me just say one thing real quick. So sure. what happened was with when the reality shows took over and everything, they killed the music videos and right. they pushed them into the late night hours, right? Which is crazy. Right. And if you fast forward to today, you have on YouTube right now over 2 billion people per month visit wow. YouTube only to watch music videos, dude. Wow. So and so, globe. so listen, it was crazy. Is it YouTube filled a void that MTV left? Yeah, left off, you see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So now now check this out. The difference between Audidio and everything else out there is that Audidio only plays underground uh, music from artists from all over the world. Now, okay. when I say underground, this could mean Yo, this guy only goes and plays bars and he's got maybe like 36 people viewed his video, but we think it's so fresh and so dope that we want to show the world. But then we have other artists out there that are getting millions of monthly streams on Spotify and Apple Music and YouTube. And so we're showcasing them too, right? So listen. The thing is, is that there's people out there that are famous. Mm. Like my grandpa doesn't know who Jay-Z is, right. bro. You know what I'm saying? Right. My grandpa doesn't know who MF Doom is. Right. And and there's a lot of people that don't know who MF Definitely. Doom is. Definitely. But the thing is, is that you and I are a, a culture, a group of people that are fans of those artists, right? right? So all the, the only difference between uh, a person who's got millions of fans, like the underground artists that we're playing, and the guy that's on ninety uh, on on radio on top forty radio yep. is that there is a, a a group of people that are um, like corporate America like Sony or Universal right. that's paying for oh, that that's, man that's good stuff and that's all it is right it's a machine yes yeah, it's a machine so right. like we're we're no different like there's still right. a group of people there are artists on Sony and Universal and Warner uh, Music that nobody knows about. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. never they never made it. Absolutely. But they're still signed, Absolutely. right? I've got artists on Audio and that, have great music that's out. This may yeah. not have they may not have catalogs of three or four albums, right? But may have a dozen fantastic singles that they've curated over the years. One hundred percent. So now what yeah. we've done is we're the curators of Audio. We decide what's going on our our channels, and we're pumping out really badass content wow. really great music we've got artists from all over the world you can be watching uh, on like just the hip-hop channel you'll be watching oh and by the way like the hip-hop channel is hosted by young dirty bastard and young okay. dirty bastard is old dirty bastard from wu-tang clan's wow. kid who wow. doesn't have a record deal and he's an independent artist himself wow. and then we've got nikki natural who hosts the rap channel out of atlanta and nikki natural is a current cast member of vh1 love and hip-hop miami wow. so we've got all the she's and a she's plugs. a rapper and she she's badass yeah. so you've got like we've got and then we um, this guy cole roland he uh has 1.3 million youtube subscribers and he's like a guitarist like a badass rock guitarist so people like just love to go watch him play guitar and he hosts our rock university channel mm. So we have like people that are like on the come up that are big and but they don't have record deals. So all of Audidio is basically people that either have independent record deals mm-hmm. with small little labels mm-hmm. or they have no deal. And mm-hmm. um, we just play the heck out of them. Man, and that's, that's, that's phenomenal. That's what what, what I'm going to do, if you don't mind doing a second segment, because I only thought you were going to do one segment, but I have a lot. I have a couple more questions to ask you. So I got to cut to a, a break because I got to pay my bills. OK. And we'll come back with Nick Sharp. 
CEO and owner of Audidio will be back with more Lance Day Show after these messages. Paragon, Paragon 7, seven Studios. Studios. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Classic sneakers I had. Patrick Ewins. Oh, the Ewins was hot. The, 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 the blue, orange, and white. Was was got those. Yeah, yeah, got yeah, a yeah, fresh yeah. pair. You got to bring those into the studio. You gotta, you gotta bring and those I got the, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Adidas. I didn't even know that he had a shit. What? And I got the Stan Smith. I'm telling you, these are I don't even ones, know what a Stan, Stan Smith is. Stan Smith was the Stan Smith, the green and whites, the official color. I got the official Pumas. The red suede, the blue suede. Official Pumas. Classic. So we're Classic. riding hold down. Up, hold up. The first Air Force Ones, the Dunks, the Flights. Uh, what else was was crazies? Uh, uh, the Hibachis. James Lewis. You talking about the Harachis or Hibachis? the Hibachis? I call them Hibachis, Harachis, okay. whatever. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. You hear her blazing through your speakers. It's Ariana, the personality on Streets 99.3. You put that uniform on. That Titan uniform, you better come to work. We will be perfect in every aspect of the game. You drop a pass, you run a mile. You miss a blocking assignment, you run a mile. You fumble the football, and I will break my foot off in your John Brown hind parts. And then you will run a mile. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. You don't know me. Probably never will. But I need you to do something for me. Something that could literally change everything. You'll never get a thank you card. And yet, I need you to do it. And if that weren't enough, I need you to do it as soon as you are able to. If you do this for me, I'll do it for you. And for every single person you love. Deal? This is our shot to leave COVID behind. Stay show. I'm sitting here with Nick Sharp, CEO of Audidio, which is a fantastic streaming platform. So if you're listening to us on WVOL in Nashville or, or Urban One on our flagship station WOL in the Metro DC area, and I don't know most of most of my people, Nick, listen to to hip hop. But but there's you want to go and download Audidio. He said you can find it on on uh, Apple TV. Find it on Roku. Download them. Amazon Fire TV. Amazon Fire and TV. Your phone. All of that on your on your phone. Download them, and and it's a treasure trove of opportunity. Whether you listen to hip hop, or you're in a hardcore rap, or you're in underground stuff, whether you are metal into country punk. music, metal, punk, whatever it is, funk, they have it. And anyone listening, I wanted to talk to you, Nick. Um, 
I know that you have a music background yourself, and and I saw you the other day. You were walking around here, and you had you were dressed up, and I was like, well, "What are you? What are you all dressed up?" Oh yeah, like, <laughs> the tux to, on. It's like, are you going to the to to the music awards or something like that? <laughs> and you know, you said to me, "You're like, oh yeah, you know, I I sing, and I'm going to to do some Sinatra songs." And I was kind of intrigued by that. A lot of a lot of people that listen to the show, you didn't know. I don't think I've ever told you this. I went to college on a singing scholarship. I was really? a baritone. I'm a I'm a classically trained baritone. Wow. That saying, you know, I'm talking German, French. I read music. Um, I score music. That's awesome. Was, that's that's actually the 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 crux and foundation of my show. Is that's I, awesome. People say, man, you got a lot. Of, you have really good music, and you pick out the obscure samples and stuff like that. And 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 I grew up in a musical family. My my everyone in my family played piano. It's or, a culture, or, or dude. Growing on, like up, it's a so real culture. When you wow have that foundational interest in music and then you get into some of the other genres um it, it's really interesting and you know me i'm a hip-hop guy so i love listening to the dj premieres the pete rocks the mad libs they are sampling funk and soul music from 40 50 years ago and, that's dope, yeah. and, I, and I love that but you but you are a, a rock star down in Tampa, and I wanted, I wanted you to talk to to my audience about your your time singing, man. What was what was that like, and what some of the stuff you did? So, like before you were a CEO, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so before I get into that, I just want to tell everybody how you spell Audidio because right, it's, it's a little, yeah, little tricky. It's A U D I D I O A U D I D I O, and Audidio is its name. Right, right, <laughs> right. But yo, um, so what happened with me? is um in 1995 i was i was like 15 years old right. and i started a band with some friends that's the easiest way to explain it right, right. by 1998 and i what type of stuff were you playing was we were just metal? like gr no we're like oh. grunge it was just grunge, like right, grunge pop and it was like <clears throat> we were in a, were, a garage you were, band you were, the, you were the pearl jam of tampa no 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 not oh, yet okay. not yet okay um so like i was in a now, you know i lived place. in seattle for for four years oh really so that's like, oh yeah, i lived downtown seattle's seattle, a great place oh, i i went the there last september best, for the first some time. of the best music in the country seattle and, and new orleans are the best two places i've ever been to for music in the country and like all the shops along the water right. and the the right. ferris wheel and all that down there right. that's so cool man right. i yeah, went to the gum wall yep put my yep. gun there yep i went also i went saw um i saw a bruce lee and brandon lee's grave all right and right. um, I also got to see um, Jimi Hendrix grave right. while I was yeah, out there. Just, um, yeah, it's just a great area. So you were, so you're in the grunge. Yeah, I was in the grunge in Tampa band. Yeah, with your, with your, with and your then in, in high school. Yeah, and then in 1998, when I was right. 18, right. Um, there used to be uh, for for the older people that will remember this. There uh, in the 1950s and 60s. Do you remember Milton Berle, the comedian? Yes. Okay, so Milton Berle had a nephew named Marshall Burl and Marshall Burl got that hairband rat and Van Halen signed to like Warner Brothers. Mm -hmm. And so he discovered us out of a bar in Clearwater, right. Florida. And he got us signed to this independent label called Zero Hour Records in New York City. Right. And it was distributed through Warner Brothers. So we right. flew out to LA and Major. recorded our, our record out there when we were 18. Right. I'm hanging out with like in 98, I'm hanging out with like Ellen DeGeneres and Janine Garofalo and right. like the mighty mighty yeah, boss tones and yeah, like other Beverly, rock stars. Beverly Hills, like yeah. where are you, Mr. Chow's? Like where are you? Where we were we these? recorded in Van Nuys, all right. But we hung out all over the place. We were oh, so you're right. So you're recording right next to the pornography, dude. You're Van right. Van Nuys, Chatsworth, one hundred percent, dude. Right, right across the street uh, when we would go. We, I was eighteen years old, right. man. I went to Christian schools, bro. Right. And like, <laughs> listen, when I was like, I was literally like hanging out. Like yeah. we, we would walk in the studio. A lot of very good and not so good pornography being filmed. No, no, no. The, right the, across the, the street. Van Nuys. Bro, Chats right across the street, we would literally be walking into the studio at right. like 10 a.m. Right. and the hottest chicks, yeah, like clantedly dressed, 
are walking in and out of buildings, and I'm like, what do the girls do over there? Yeah, and they're, they're like, oh, they shoot porn there. I'm like, oh. Couch, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I'm like this little like good Christian boy from uh, from Palm Harbor, Florida. There's a lot of money in the in the smut <clears throat> industry, man. It's just I didn't realize. You know, I thought that these were people that were. Um, you know, kind of downtrodden and just doing what they had to do to survive. And I, and I, you know, long story short, I became moderately friends with, with someone that was in that industry when I lived in Phoenix that just, I had gone to that strip club a few times and just got to talking to this person. Yeah. And uh, ultimately what I found out, she told me how much money she was making. I was just like, wow. You know, she told me, she was like, Hey, when I was in Vegas, I can make $30,000 in one night if Floyd Mayweather came in yeah. there. And I was just like, whoa. I was like, well, good for you. You know, if you're in that industry and you're in the, in the rather the pornography or the stripping industry, there's a, a lot of opportunity. So back to the um, Christian high school right. thing. What happened was the, I went to Christian high school with right. three girls, dude, right. that were so hot. And when they left Christian school, bro, they were, became strippers. Got into that, and yeah. dude, these chicks were balling right. out, dude. Yeah. They had so much money yeah. and they would go to like Miami for a season. Yeah. Then they would fly to New York and do scores yeah. up there in New York city. And they would go back and forth, dude. And that's how they would make their living. And bro, I mean, these chicks would like come home and be like, Hey, Nick. And they're like, let me right. take you out to lunch. And this chick, this one chick, I remember her having this really dope ass um, Mercedes SUV and she mm. went into the glove compartment and pulled out a wad. I mean, the biggest wad of cash when I was like 21. I was like, that yes, is yeah. ridiculous. Okay, so yeah. back to, so, back to <clears throat> so I'm in LA yep. recording records. And um, so that was like my first deal that I had. And then like Napster happened. And then uh, like, and then like all these record, like record labels started dropping artists man. that they signed. So like we recorded a record and we never even got to put it out. Oh, okay. <laughs> so then we like bought it back from the label. Right. And then we, we independently self-released. And then um, it, it was, I mean, just, we're just a bunch of little kids who didn't right. know what the heck we were doing really, dude. I mean, like we probably sold like, I don't know, like three or 4,000 records in Tampa. Right. Mm -hmm. But now check this out. Then a couple years later, I'm like 21 and I started a new band with the same guys basically and a new drummer. And I created a, a band called Suburban Tragedy. Right. And Suburban Tragedy went on to selling like 40,000 records in Stop Tampa band. Bay and okay. like underground. <clears throat> but I got signed to like independent labels. Um, I got signed to big management deals like with like, um, like uh, the company was called Indigo Entertainment in New York City. They had like Chevelle, Puddle of Mud, Three Doors Down, Saliva, Shine Down. And like I would tour with all these huge bands. Wow. Did it all completely independently, but had like really big p players in, in place to help, you know, navigate our career. Mm -hmm. So we had like that big management company. We'd have big publicists. We had big uh, booking agents. And so we we did that stuff independently for years. And um and after like about, when I turned like 32, I was like, I'm, I'm too old to do this. Right. I mean, I'm over I this, right? And it's funny because I'm 42 now. I look back, I'm like, 32 is young. So I know that like when I'm 52, I'm gonna look back, I'm like, right, oh, you're 42, right? right, right? right okay, right. so like, um, but so uh, what happened was I got, uh, after like, I was like 35, I got signed to a publishing deal in Nashville and I moved here to write songs for record companies and artists. And after a couple of years, I was just like kind of over that too. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, man, I'm so tired of the music industry, but dude, like I'm telling you like, and then I created Audidio and, um, and you know, it, 2022 is going to be a huge year for Audidio. We really just wrapped up three weeks ago where we finally went live with it. And again, Audidio is available on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, iPhone and Android phones. It's 19 live broadcasting television channels. Each channel is a genre of music and each genre of music is hosted by a, a VJ or a host from eight different stuff, countries. Man. And uh, thank you so much. Oh, thank you for coming in, man. And yo, it's A-U-D-I-D-I-O. A-U-D-I-D-I-O. Thank you so much, Nick. Nick Sharp, CEO, Audidio. Hope to have you back on the show. Real thank soon. you so much, man. I really appreciate you. You're All doing right. good work. Thanks a lot. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.
When I'm not doing the health cast, I consult for many startups and ACOs who are new to the healthcare business. Episource serves Medicare, commercial, and Medicaid plans with an experienced risk adjustment team that cares about results and building partnerships. With the largest health plans and healthcare organizations as clients, Episource aims to obtain the best medical chart retrieval rates, the highest coding accuracy, and the maximum level of project satisfaction. For information on Episource, go to www.episource.com and fill out one of their contact forms to request a demonstration. 